The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. Thanks to Charlie Bevins for spinning the dials courtside with us here at the Live Golf event. Well, it actually starts later this week. This is a little like Butler's Cabin. What, uh, Rich Harvest. Well, he designed, Where Jerry Rich designed yeah. this to be like Augusta. He wanted yeah. his own Augusta. He couldn't get in down there, right? So he said, screw right. it. I'll, I'm okay. a billionaire. I'll build it, my own It Augusta. does get the vibe, though, right? Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a fireplace behind us. I know. I'd like to start it oh, up. Oh, man. Warm by the, and drink some chamomile tea. Whew. Thanks to Black and Abdallah back at the shop. Earl Gray. Earl Gray, baby. I'll show you my tees when I get home today. I'm going to oh, send God. you some pictures Here we go of the now. Tees. Now we're going to get pictures of tea. You're going to get pictures. Well, you, that's because I was accused of not drinking tea. <laughs> I didn't accuse you. I just you said, didn't I, accuse me. 20 years I've known you. I've been a former radio partner. Do you have any tea, tea bags on him? Yeah, he's got, a, he's got carrying, one. He's got one. Yeah. Tea bags he's got one. Waddle and Sylvia are back in the shop for Crosstalk, brought to you by Club Hawthorne. What up, boys? Nah. <laughs> that's what happens now uh, when you when you watch the film. That's what happens. Yeah, I said to Sylvia when I got into it, I'm exhausted from even it's, thinking about. My it's week two, dude. Team. I know it's week two. By the it's week way, two. That, the, the garbage that I love the NFL more than uh, I love anything, but the, the level of play the first two weeks. Last night. Last night was was probably symbolic of the first two weeks. We, we were it? texting each other last night, and I mean, it, it, like, it was awful. Now, it's not to say I didn't watch it to the very end, because I did. I, I, I mean, we're, there we are, texting about it and watching, and, you know, to the very end, uh, it's it's sloppy. Um, even teams like, and I, re- I rewatched Jags and, and Chiefs, sloppy, guys. Yeah. It's the Chiefs they're, and the Jags. They're and about it's, to break out, though. It's sloppy. Yeah, and they will, and you're right. And, like, come December, the Chiefs will be, in all likelihood, be yeah. great. And, I, you know, barring injury, I think the Cowboys and the Niners and the Dolphins will be great. Those are the only three good teams right now. Yeah. You can look at three teams in the league and say they fired on all cylinders. Yeah. And it's just there's a lot of sloppiness. Kenny Pickett looks Horrible. terrible. Yeah, he looks bad. So does Deshaun Watson. So does Deshaun oh, yeah. Watson. Like Agreed. That, that will is the will worst... he ever find it? I don't, I don't know. know. Like everyone keeps saying he's rusty from two years off. I don't know, Sylvie. But w- w- is this now something that he may never find again? It's a good question. It's I, a look, very good question. I don't, I don't know. I, I was such a fan of his and prior to his nonsense and his issues, like his arrow was pointing up and he was he he was one of the better quarterbacks in the league and he looks slow. Doesn't look the, the same. The delivery right? looks slow. Yeah. The accuracy isn't there. He just uh, is that the worst contract in recent history in professional Oof. sports? Is it in the team photo? I mean, it's two hundred something million. Right? All guaranteed. guaranteed. All guaranteed. I, you know, for for another how many years are they like? I don't know, man. It maybe he'll figure it out because he was really talented. Like Waddle said, I mean, the arrow was straight up for a while, and then he sidetracked himself. So I don't feel bad for him, but like. It does not look the same, guys. You are right about that. I'll tell you what does look good. That Cleveland front four looks yeah, good. Yeah, they do. That's for damn sure. Yeah. You know, That's what a front looks like, right, Johnny? Uh, yeah. That is what a front looks like. Hey, Pittsburgh wasn't doing half bad either. No, they're, all, they're good, too. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Yeah, Carm, you were saying about the game being in jeopardy after four takeaways. Yeah. Two of the takeaways resulted in touchdowns. Uh, good point. Like, like, like not, mean, not just four takeaways, two defensive scores. Can you imagine being life or death in a home game like that where you had two defensive scores and four it's takeaways? Crazy. By the it's way, crazy. Carm, I believe the Steelers had minus seven yards of offense in the fourth quarter. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least uh, we got that going but for see, us like, look, fans. Look, look, this is what... Say what you want. Kenny Pickett, that was what, I don't know how many starts he's had in the league. He looked horrible. Terrible. Deshaun Watson doesn't look good either. But pressure makes quarterbacks absolutely look terrible. And those two defenses were able to take average quarterbacks and make them look horrible because every time they dropped back, there was someone in their face. You know, like, conversely, Sunday in Tampa, Baker Mayfield... Mm. Yeah. Threw for 317 yards and completed 80% of his passes and was a difference maker because nobody ever could get him to the ground. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean, never get him off his spot. Same for Jordan Love. I mean, they, you know, they, they barely breathed on Jordan Love in that first game, you know, and he missed some throws. He still missed some throws and he's young and he's learning. Like, you know, he, he wasn't perfect, but he was good. And he was certainly good enough that day. And without pressure, and I don't know where it's going to come from, guys. I just don't. I mean, maybe Ngakwe gets it going here at some point, but. He's got to he's got to tackle somebody. Well, that'd be nice. Like, like he did get pressure. That'd be he, nice. He had two pressures that, and then he didn't tackle. That resulted in whiffs. I hate to tell you, but Baker Mayfield is you know he's a decent athlete, but there mm-hmm. are more nifty guys in the league that he's going to oh, be yeah. chasing. Yep, but he was nifty enough. He was. Yeah, Baker's he pretty was. nifty. Nifty enough. Yeah. That's all he that matters. Is, but but he's not I the athlete Mahomes yeah. is. No, you know. And now you're going to have to try to get you know if you got Mahomes in your sights this week, you better get him down to the ground. I mean, yep. That's right, Carm. I'm exhausted. I know. I like and and already talking about like Justin and the pluses and the minuses. It's exhausting. I've got got to think keys for the Bears' victory when they don't have a shot in hell to win. Well, there's always a shot. You always (laughs) say that. You never know. There's always a shot. Well, in the NFL, there's always a shot. We've seen dogs. We've seen dogs bark. We, we have. have. We have, Yurko. We've seen 14-point favorites not show up and, and get beat. We, we've seen that. So but That's right. Those just... teams that are 14-point underdogs, they, they, they find a way to make games close when yeah. they win the turnover battle and they have, like, splash plays. Is our team capable of taking the ball away, forcing their quarterback into some uncomfortable spots, and can the splash plays on both sides of the football be on display Sunday in Kansas City? Because otherwise, if you're just kind of not making, you know, you're just normal, normal play, you're going to get blown out. I had to do my confidence picks today because I like to do them early. You oh. talk about doing them early. Wow. Yeah. I got Kansas City 16. I mean. Ooh, really? I, I, there's no way in hell. The Bears you don't have a 16 on the, on the 49ers against Kansas the Giants on a short City, week? Kansas City 16, San oh. Francisco I'm 15. totally calm. Carm, oh. th- I'm, I'm with the good I, I, kid. I mean, they're right there. Oh, really? Not even close. My yeah. my, my top pick would be Kansas City. Really? They're even 13, I mean, short week without Saquon, they got to travel to San Fran. The San Fran game's 10 and a half. 10 and a half, yeah. yeah. It's true. This one's 13 and a half. Yeah. Come on now. I, well, one of the, the two. Math. One of the two, I guess, would be. I, I might put 16 on San Fran, but okay. I got 14 Car- on the Jags bouncing back. Carm, we haven't won in 12 tries. I know. 12. I mean, the Giants, you, any, we could call them whatever you want, but they won a playoff game last year. All, like, all, all, any chance. Uh, so after the Bear game, I'm going to read you the schedule. Ready for. Yeah, here, I mean, look at this. Denver. Denver. Here, I think here, they may get Denver. Denver. I think they may get Denver. No, 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 no. I'm talking about KC, guys. 
They got a, after the Bears game. They got a primetime game on the road against the Jets. It's not as sexy because no Aaron Rodgers. No Aaron Rodgers. they got. Uh, they go to the Vikings. They've got Broncos, Chargers, at Broncos, Dolphins, Eagles. Three of those games Ooh. are in prime. Any chance like prime? Any chance prime. the Bears catch the Bears? them? Like yeah, like the it's Bears catch term. them like sneaking ahead at the next five six weeks of their schedule. I That's kind of be, a gauntlet. I think it would be possible if they had a couple of really good performances mm, under their right. belt already. Yes. That's a good point, Tommy. Do you yes. think that the Chiefs could beat the Bears if Matt Nagy is playing quarterback. <laughs> did, you guys hear, did you guys hear uh, that we played it earlier? Did you hear the sideline report about uh, Matt Nagy from us Sunday? Maybe no. the guys can, maybe Meller can. If it's, it's, I, I did not hear this. No, I didn't no. hear this Meller, uh, Black probably already left. Meller, can you find it? It should be on. Uh, it should be on our page. They're going to make uh, a smile because I can use a smile oh, today. Yeah, they're going to make you smile. It made Carmen well, smile. I said, I said if Sylvie heard it, he'd go nuts. You know. <laughs> is, this, is this, again, like him making Mahomes better? Or well, it, their yeah, Meller, see if you can find it. It was, it was from Sunday. It was, I, I, we played it today, and it's not, it should be on our page. On is he giving you the verbal razzle-dazzle? Is that what he's doing? Did you oh, guys yeah. hear the Pam Oliver uh, report from no. over the weekend? Oh, where the, the she said, guys. I'm speaking I, to America. She no? said, guys, I got to tell you the line of the century. Um, do you know what it was? No. Todd Bowles told her that they don't need Baker Mayfield to build the engine; they just need him to drive the car. That was the line of the century. Line of the century what from Pam th- Oliver. <laughs> Somebody's got to get her out more. You I know. Th- I think so. They don't. She like, said give me that, that was the line me, of the century. Give me that one again. They don't she, need it. Play it. These are all on my pick. Some more on the first right, two Oh, I just got to give you the line of the century, Joe. Todd Bowles told us we don't need Baker to build the engine. We need him to drive the car, and he's doing that very, very well. And it's kind of a change of pace for him, right? Because he goes into Cleveland as the the savior, the first overall pick. He's got to build the thing and drive it. Here he shows up, fits in with good players around him. That's prefer, the line of the century, guys. I prefer uh, I piss excellence. I'm a big, hairy American winning machine. Now, Those that would be better Now, if Pam Oliver said, if they could, was, guys, throw it down quick. I got the line of the century. That's the line of the century. That's right. I just talked to Ricky Bobby, and he told me that uh, he wakes up if, in the morning and pisses excellence. Here, if she said, guys, quick, I got to tell you the line of the century. I talked to Todd Bowles on, on Thursday. He said, boy, we sure thought Baker Mayfield was a big putz, but it turns out he's actually been pretty good for us. <laughs> That's the line of the right, century. Yeah. Pam, I got news for you. That's the line of the century, okay? The, uh, the other th- what you reported is not the line of the century. Yeah, That's for damn a big sure. old used hey, bag of okay. doggy doo-doo. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that's still the line better, of the century. Still a better effort than half the Bears. Well, that's hey, like, I, I'm giving her credit. That might so it's going to be second down and oh, long. This has go. been full of errors in this first half between both sides. We check in with Evan. Yeah, I know that speaks to what happened during the break. Offensive coordinator Matt Nagy bringing the entire <laughs> offense together. And the general sense of the message was to stop pressing, to relax. You can sense it, guys, on this sideline. There's a tenseness. This is unfamiliar territory for this team. But he's trying, along with Mahomes, to plead the guys to just enjoy themselves out on this field. Yeah, you could feel they're just off their equilibrium a bit. Flag down. And it looked like it was Jawan Taylor. Everything that we saw week one may have trickled over into week two. Yeah, what do you think, Sylvie? Matt Nagy was the calming presence on the sideline. He's just, uh, just have some fun, guys. I, Go I, out there and ball. Let's I do what Sylvie we do. Be you. I know it's Sylvie would love be it. Be you. Well, guys, just be you. Just we be rallied you. the whole offense, you guys. It's what Bill Zimmerman tweeted, and I did the how dare you uh, clip that, that Howard always plays. How dare you. How 
dare you? How dare you? Bill Zimmerman tweeted, and I was just on his podcast last night. It should be uh, making its way out there to the uh, podcasting world shortly. But uh, Zimmerman uh, tweeted, isn't it ironic that the best advice for Justin Fields right now would come from Matt Nagy? Quote, be you. Oh, God. And I, I tweeted the gif, how dare you? How dare like, you? Come on now. No. And we're not longing for Matt Nagy. We're not longing no. for his catchphrase, be you. We're not longing for anything in Matt Nagy's playbook. No. We're not longing for anything in Matt Nagy. Agreed. We don't need any of that. He's in Kansas City now, but he'll take a big victory lap uh, if they smoke the Bears. For the Big Seven, for the Big Seven. Really? He'll take a victory lap if he smokes the Bears? Absolutely. You know he will. You think? Oh, go on. Come on. I mean, listen. You don't think he's a little extra, uh, a little, little extra piss and vinegar running through his veins going into this weekend? Maybe, but that's unfair. He's got Patrick Mahomes for you know to to play mm-hmm. with. Oh, I know. So <laughs> like, I mean, like you can a little difference. The, you can have all the piss and vinegar you want when you line up with Patrick Mahomes and we. We have our crew right. running into town. It's different. Is it really like a Chiefs revenge right. game right. over the Bears? It's a Matt Nagy. It's a Matt Nagy well, revenge right. game. I mean, but like they've already won the revenge. Like there's, uh, a, it's there's no I th- revenge. I think it's the Nagy revenge game. You know that's going to be part of one of oh, the reports. Yeah. Matt oh, Nagy yeah. against his old. Are they going to do a ring yeah. around the rosy play that they do where they Maybe. all spin around? The good news is for the Bears, they'll get to go against Juwan Taylor, who does a lot of ring. I don't know what he's doing on the six right penalties. side of that one. He's got six so far. He had five last week alone. Five. Well, we've seen Listen, a little. Listen, yeah, well, here's the difference. Braxton's Carmen, close, but Carmen, yeah. Carmen. He not, quite, not he, quite six. He doesn't need to line up in the backfield against our front because he does not need to get a head start. He's not he can, quite as worried. He can actually be half a yard ahead of the center. And still be okay. He'll still retreat and be able to protect his quarterback. Unbelievable. It's wild watching that. Like, it was all game again last week. Yeah. And now they're more aware and cognizant of it. I mean, that's the, the they, they and paid, we wanted the paid, Bears to sign him. Yeah, they paid a huge yes, price for yeah, him. Holy. Yeah. I still would like to have him. <laughs> I mean, I really, I, I would. Yurko's got really positive things to say yeah. about Darnell Wright. Yeah. I like Darnell Wright. Yurko thinks he's going to be a stud. Least Good. of your concerns, Jay. What day are you guys talking? Are you the guys least. talking to Thayer this week or no? Yes. Yeah. What day? Usually Fridays is maybe the day I was going to say. Maybe we'll try to talk to him Thursday. Maybe we'll talk to him. Yeah. Thursday. I want to talk to Thayer about that. Well, you should. Yeah, we'll call him. We'll yeah, call him. get him on. Thayer is a like Waddle always says, willing participant. Always, yeah. Like, yes. He get him on loves Thursday. to talk. Yeah, we'll get him Paul. Thursday. He does. We'll get. Maybe we'll get him on Thursday. And we have JTO Sullivan coming on with us on Thursday. I watched uh, quarterback school that he did last well, night yeah, on the it's Bears. Been damn long. It's I mean, it's, it's like watching well, Oppen- Oppenheimer. It was, it was. It was. I would tell him, JT, listen, it's a little too much. An hour and a half. Yeah, I mean, come on. We don't. You don't need to kick us in the balls that much for crying out loud. I mean, you know, we know it's bad. You know, highlight key, truncate it. Thirty minutes here, in and out. And it wasn't for those who missed it. We'll play a couple clips, but it's not just Justin stuff. I mean, the focus. It is the quarterback school, as he likes to say. So he focuses on the offensive scheme and Justin in particular. But boy, does he go after Cole Komet and and Chase Claypool? Like, if you think Chase had a good game. Um, and there were a few good plays from Chase blocking a little better and, and catching a touchdown pass. But he pointed out a few times where he did not block and he did not run good routes. It's a low bar. It's yeah. a very right. low bar. It's a low bar. Yeah. But, but, but York, they love to prop him up over that bar, don't they? They, they love to. For, have, you, have you seen a bear in recent memory since you've been here who they like to prop up more? Your general manager is screwed up. Yeah, in right. two occasions. That's... One is Chase Claypool. One is Jones. The other one is Velas Jones Jr. He screwed up. 
first offensive player drafted and first player he traded for. Yeah, yeah that's bad. what they have in common. Yeah, bad. You They're know both- what? Uh, you know what I told my kids, and you've heard me say this a million times. You don't get extra credit for not doing drugs. You don't get extra credit for actually yeah. giving effort. That's yeah. expected. Yeah, the Comet tape's bad, guys. It's bad. Yeah, I, I mean, it's but bad. look, it 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 is, Carm. But it's like this is no surprise. He's not a he's not a a you know a, a separation creator. Yeah. He's not a downfield. He serves a purpose. But you have pur- always said that. That's yes. true. I mean, I mean it, it, it is for twelve million dollars a year. That tape does not look good. N- no, that's, York. that's fair. We were yep. si- we were sitting together at the table watching the first half, and yep. and he missed that. He could not get that ball on the sideline. He did not turn after catching it. Right. And, and, and got it knocked out. Right. And, and then they threw him like a five yard pass yep. that he gained like six yards on. And we both looked at each other at the same time and That's we said, who he is. That's who he is. That's who he is. That's a Cole Komet play right there. Guy that catches not $12 a wide, million dollars a year. A guy right? that catches a wide stick and lumbers forward. No, I mean, you, you, I you mean if that comes to any, I'm not yelling at you guys, but if that comes to anybody's surprise, including anybody up at Hallis Hall, then shame on you guys. Who, who's the kid? Uh, I'm blanking on his name. I just watched the game last night. Who's the kid? The the the, the kid that plays with Kelsey and uh, he looked more explosive. Oh, was yeah. it Noah Gray? Is that his name? Yeah. Right. That the other tight end? Well, you know Waddle? what they do. Yes, Noah yeah. Gray, he looked more explosive. Now he's got Mahomes thrown to him. I get it, but he looked more explosive than Cole. Carm, they use guys that like their their tight ends aren't the big lumbering types. They're they're wide receivers in tight end bodies. And that's how they attack people. It, it's like you're bigger than safeties and you're faster than linebackers. Mm. That's what you know. That's why Gronk was so difficult yeah. to defend because he was bigger than safeties and faster than linebackers. And of course, he was great. But like that mismatch, I don't know how you, mm. I don't know how you handle it. I think it's one of the biggest mismatches an offense can have over a yes. defense is when you have a dominant mm. tight end and you can split him out. And he's got the speed and the size to be a complete mismatch with who you're covering with a linebacker? I don't right. think so. You're covering with a safety? I don't think so. Are you going to cover him with a cornerback? No, because he'll body you up like a basketball player. I think it's one of the best mismatches a team can have, and it's why I would always hunt. You said, said hunt? hunt? Hunt. I would always hunt, for, hunt. A, for a tight end. Yeah. That can play the position like a receiver. The kid in Minnesota is a perfect example. Yeah. People don't really know a lot about him. Hawkinson, he just signed a big deal. But if you watch him play, look, he ain't George Kittle, but he can separate from people, and he, he plays with like wide receiver speed. And it's such an advantage for an offense to have someone that fits that bill, in my humble opinion. uh, Carm, you want to vote on our uh, poll question? I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, what what is it? All right, good. Both of you guys can vote. Um, Thank you. I didn't know if you checked out already, Yerk, so I was just asking Carm. Did you guys hear the Jesse Rogers interview? Are you Jesse Rogers? (laughs) Did you guys hear it today? (laughs) Give me some more bass. You guys guys should go back and listen. I was over here sawing logs. I I mean, he's on his computer looking up live golf stats at the very end. I go, Yerk, anything to ask Jesse? (laughs) I'm nervous about uh, the Cubs game tonight, Uh, Carm. Um, I, right. I just need them to make it. I just You'll want them right. to, to validate the season with well, a, right. a postseason. No, 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 What's the uh, poll question? Uh, which answer best describes how you feel about Justin Fields and his Bears future? Okay. Of course, this poll question is brought to you by your local Chicagoland Toyota dealers. Um, you can vote on my Twitter handle, at Waddle and Sylvie. Here are the four choices. A, he's not the answer. B, he needs more time to develop. C, the Bears are ruining him. 
D, he can still be great. All the above. Um, All of the above. I don't, I don't think I'm quite at he's not the answer, but, man, it doesn't look good. I guess I'd say he could still be great. Oh, really? Really. I would vacillate between uh, A and B. I, I, I well, wait, what, settle, was B? I what was B? What was B? Needs more time. Needs more time. Okay, I, yeah, I'll go B. I'll go B. Needs more time. And I think I need more time to come to my firm conclusion the way that Johnny responded the day uh, a day or so ago. Maybe yeah. I should have phrased it as that. Like I need more time to evaluate him yeah. instead uh, of I, he needs more time. Like, I'll go. I'll go B. Option B. That is the lowest. That is the lowest vote getter right now. Mm. The highest vote getter is the Bears are ruining him. Well, of course. Yeah, it's all the, it's everybody else's fault always. Forty six point two percent are saying uh, the Bears fault. are ruining him. This is a, in just a little over an hour. We have uh, twenty two hundred votes. Thirty six point five percent are saying he's not the answer. So like it's neck and neck between blaming the Bears and saying that you're out on Justin. Mm. And then the last two answers, he can still be great, getting eleven point seven percent of the vote. And needs more time to develop 5.6% of the vote. If you want to weigh in, 332-3776. All right, boys. What else is on the show? Uh, we want to know, is Matt Eberflus's future tied to Justin Fields' future? Like, do you see any scenario where if they do end up deciding that Fields isn't the guy that Eberflus survives? Good question. I, because I don't think there's any chance that that should happen. Like, if Fields isn't the guy, there's no way... Eberflus should see a new quarterback. I never thought we'd be having this conversation on Tuesday, September 19th this season. But Me neither. Here, here we are. Yep. Well, when you lose 12 straight games. I know. I know. It's just it's bad. So 3-3-2-3-7-7-6. Uh, right. Barstool Big Cat, who is out on Justin Fields, joins us at 4. We'll play that clip coming up. Courtney Cronin at 5. We'll talk uh, Cubs tonight as they uh, go back into action. Make you sweat big, like you stole something. Big win. Cat's playing uh, with Brooks and PFT at the, at the uh, Pro-Am out here. I heard Thursday. they were very accommodative with bringing Brooks over to uh, your table. I tried. I Listen, we, like Sylvie taught me well. You, I know. You, you you go big, you at least try. You know, stars. Oh, the, the, the lunchroom's full of golfers. Who do you want to talk to? Brooks. She right. looked at me. She's like, no, Brooks. Yeah. I was like, oh. Then I looked Sergio. at him. Sergio. Sergio. <laughs> no, Sergio. No, you have to write her cup next week. So it's kind of yes, who were they? It's it's not, not Brooks and Sergio. <laughs> and then I wanted Ian Poulter. Yeah, and Ian, Ian Poulter. We would have talked to Ian Poulter. Another yeah. great Ryder Cup guy uh, from you know, Europe. I, I tried. Did they offer you Steve Kepka or whatever Brooks' uh, no, brother's Chase name Kepka. is? Chase Kepka. it's Chase Sammy Kepka. Isn't Ian Poulter one of the all-time great Ryder Cup Oh, absolutely. We would have talked to Ian Poulter for sure. Absolutely. I mean, we gave him five names. Yeah, He was a star on full swing, Ian Poulter. I'm not surprised. Yeah. All right, boys. Have All a great right. show, See okay? 332-3776 to weigh in. Watto and Sylvie are next. Have a great day, everybody. Have you heard? U.S. Women's National Team icon Megan Rapino will play her final international match on Sunday, September 24th. As the U.S. takes on South Africa at Soldier Field, a two-time World Cup champion, Olympic gold medalist, and a champion for equality off the field. Megan's impact on sport and society has been undeniable. Celebrate Megan and her remarkable career and join them for the 4.30 p.m. kickoff. Get your tickets now at ussoccer.com slash tickets. Be a part of women's soccer history. Waddle and Sylvie, from our State Street studio to your hellish commute home, we're there with you making it bearable. Never mind. Back to Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. All right. Uh, let's do it. 
Bucks 27, Bears 17. Um, it's over. It's over. What's over? It's over. The Justin Fields era? It's over. He's not the guy. It, it's it's bad. He. It's probably the, the like most dis, disheartening, heartbreaking realization to be like, I put all my blind faith into this. I, I spent all summer being like, this is going to be awesome. He's awesome. The Bears have never had a quarterback this awesome. Uh, nothing looks good, and every problem that I knew in the back of my head was there has jumped up. We got the bad screenshots. It doesn't seem like he's seeing the field well. I know the screen game is stupid, but it's also him. Like he's not he's not able to get it down the field. I know the offensive line sucks, but again, it's Justin Fields. Like he has not made any of the steps forward that you wanted as a passer that I was hoping for this year. And I now officially think it's over. There you go. There's Barstool Big Cat from Pardon My Take. He sounds exhausted talking about it as well. But it is like uh, we're stuck in a bad nightmare. Uh, it is Groundhog Day mm-hmm. uh, where we just keep waking up like yeah. the movie at 6 o'clock to I Got You, Babe. And But we don't got you, Babe, because we don't have the quarterback or we may think we don't have the quarterback. And it's just rinse and repeat and... Like you said, and this was my prevailing takeaway from yesterday's show, is that we're two weeks in and we're exhausted. Yeah. Like, where's the defensive coordinator? Um, is the quarterback not the answer? Is all of their plans from a, a, an, a full off season of planning for everything already going to get blown up? Are you going to redo the offense? Luke, are we already talking about possibly the, the coach getting fired? Does the offensive coordinator suck? Do we have to reevaluate what we think about King Poles? Like, I can't believe we're here. Is some of this shame on us? Should we? No. Really? I mean, like, I, we, should we have lowered expectations? I, I think you. It's not got, our fault. Don't you, get me wrong. You, but I'm saying, like, I thought there was going to be significant improvement. You would see signs of it early. Maybe, you know, that was just me being too optimistic. They were a 3-14 and 14 team last year. You have to go into every new relationship giving the new person the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. You can't go into new relationships. I've told you this. I didn't get married till I was 40. Um, and at one time, I thought I would never get married. But I couldn't start dating the next person thinking I got burned by the last one. So this one's not going to work. You have to start a new relationship with high hopes. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But you can't go in. You, Dr. Ruth. Yeah, you have to go in and say to yourself, blank slate. Yes. But- and until they burn me. I can't worry about what happened with the previous regime. Fair, but I also can't come into this relationship as you've described it, thinking I'm going to get married in a week. I got to pace myself. I should not. I should don't take use it the word in- pace. Well, was the, the, no no the- pie game. I'm just saying okay. that you shouldn't right. use the word pace. You know what? I mean, really? It, was it that much worse? I mean, like right now. I don't know. But did I don't want to go there. Did, did, I don't want to go there. But, but, I'm just saying, like, should should I have just, maybe I should have tapped my own brakes. I mean, part of me was saying, like, look, 
They're a three and fourteen team. You like some of the improvements? You picked them to win what seven, eight, nine games? Okay, we'll settle on eight games. It's going to take time. No. They're not ready. It's not, it's maybe them. It's I, not maybe us. I don't no. need to fall in love after the first couple of dates. You stop yourself. You're better than that. Cap just walked no, into no, the No, no, no. I'm sorry for that. No, you. this is not a you problem. This is a them problem. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's my fault that they can only score like 14 points a game and that they can't stop a fart. It's just my, it's my own personal dilemma that I got myself over my skis a touch with my optimistic expectations early in the season. I should, I'm 56 years old. I've been on this, this ride before. I should have tapped the brakes. At the very least, I should have put the shoulder harness on or the seatbelt well, on. We have a seatbelt on. I should have put on. myself into this situation and been all giggly. I should have waited. I should have just been more tempered with my enthusiasm. Yurko just told you the guy they drafted at 10, he loves and he thinks he's going to be a star. I like star. him, too. I like you him too. love DJ Moore. I do. DJ Moore was supposed to help Justin Fields take the next step. With DJ Moore... With improvement from Justin Fields learning, they were going to get better. They added a bunch of people in free agency. They added a bunch of people through the draft. You were standing next to me at camp, though, and we saw the same stuff. I know. We should have told each other. Do you remember? It was two weeks ago today that you guys were making fun of me when I was having a panic attack before the season. Do you remember that? I was having a panic attack. I know Sylvie's always negative. Well, it is a day that ends in a while. I know. But... It, it it made sense on paper. You just don't this play is, games you on don't, paper. You don't think that this is an omen? Oh, the fire engine coming? Did you, you hear the alarms? The flashing lights? But they come every day out here. <laughs> I mean, like Good point. Hey, my bad. It is my a bad. day at the end And the right. fire truck comes right. to State and Lake. <laughs> <laughs> something going on downstairs on the red line or something. You're right. But I, this, I, never in my while, while we knew... That there were issues in camp. In our wildest dreams, did you think we would be having these grand picture statements where could everything be broken? Could could the coach be out? Could the quarterback already like the well, cats already? Weeks. Not in two weeks. Not in two though. weeks, right? I was more down last week than I am this week because of the nature of the opponent and really what I saw. Like, I have yet to see, I haven't seen the, the All-22. For whatever reason, the Bears version of the All-22 on NFL.com comes out later than most games. I don't know if they're trying to hide oh, it yeah, from sure, people yeah. uh-huh. or whatever it is, but I haven't had a chance they're to look to at it. They're trying to get it off in a Friday news scrubbing it. They're trying to scrub it. On a Friday news dump. They want it out at Friday at 5, <laughs> right when the when the um, college football uh, weekend yeah. starts. I, I mean, and I know that, like, you know, you busted my balls yesterday for coming up with something positive, but I will say, I thought they played harder. You don't get yeah, juice boxes and orange slices for everyone. I get it. It was a step forward based on what I saw after the Packer game, but at the end of the day, you've lost 12 straight games, and in the process, you've given up as a team 25 points in each of those 12 games, which is an NFL record. And you haven't scored more than 20 points as an offense since week 11 of last year. I'm just like, I'm exhausted. Yeah, I'm I exhausted. know. They need something to, to, to get us all uh, thinking differently. I'm not differently. going away. I'm no, not leaving. No. And then we've got the poll question on Justin. How do you feel about Justin? Big Cat, who, who we know is he's a Chicago sports homer. He is what who we, we love him. And he's coming up at four, but he's out. We'll see if he's changed in 24 hours if he'll spin zone it at four. He'll flip quicker than Cat. Yeah, I know. He may spin zone it. 
saying it was just like a, a Monday hangover or something like that. And he had a bad Bears betting weekend. But uh, 312-332-3776. Harding in Charlotte, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Harding? Hey, what's going on? Long time no speak, gentlemen. Yeah, um, good to hear your voice. So, yeah, I'm out in Charlotte, man. I'm rooting for the Panthers and the Bears. Obviously rooting for the Panthers to lose. Right, and the Bears exactly. To win as much as possible. But it seems like both teams are losing. Hey, so here's my position. It's incredibly idiotic for us to continue to live in a definition of insanity. It's foolish and naive as Bears fans to expect a different outcome when we keep pairing rookie quarterbacks with rookie head coaches, with rookie offensive coordinators, while we allow a rookie general manager to make personnel decisions. I don't understand it. Like It's almost as if ownership hires based off of who can BS the interview the best. Because the Mark Tressman air, you look at the Matt Nagy air, now we're looking at this Matt Eberflus air, and we literally create an opposition for everybody we draft at the quarterback position for them to overcome and carry the inadequacies of a franchise and shoulder those burdens. We're asking rookie quarterbacks to pick up a franchise that has not had success in almost 40 years. It's insane. I'm not making an excuse for Justin Fields, but the system is broken. But you kind of it's are. You kind of are, Harding. You know I love you, in. but you kind of are, and we all are. We are all – like, you say that, and I know you don't mean that he's not culpable because he is culpable. There's a lot of culpability to pass around. But when you say it's not a good environment, it is making excuses for him. And I've done the same thing, Harding, so I'm not pointing the finger at you. Like, this is what I've said the last two weeks. He may not be your biggest problem – but he's not providing the solutions that you are expecting from a young quarterback that, that you hope is the answer for the long run. It just isn't. Waddle. Listen, Waddle, yes, that's fine. You can get rid of Justin Fields, but it's the same story for every quarterback. That's... It does not matter the name on the back of the jersey. We keep saying the same thing about our quarterbacks. So at some time, we have to look in the mirror and admit it is the franchise. Right. I'm not making excuses well, for well, Justin Fields. He can go elsewhere. I could care less. Draft Caleb Williams. The same result is going to happen. If we would have got Patrick Mahomes, the same result uh, is going to no. happen. These franchises that are terrible are terrible for a reason. There's... You don't pair rookie quarterbacks, rookie head coaches, and rookie um, offensive coordinators and say they're success. Has that ever happened in NFL history? I'd have, I mean, I, I would have to look at it, but you know, I'm not. Never. Dis- I'm not it's dis- never happened. I, look, I'm not dismissing what you're saying completely. I'm just not. I'm. I'm just saying, like, that's a convenient excuse. Pick a better player. Pick a better coach. Pick. I mean, like, you well, can well, find the, it. The, and- the playbook though is flawed. Like, I will give him this. Yes. That that. That the playbook is like the worst offensive playbook in the way the Bears have done it. I've always documented this with you, Waddle, where I've told you that say what you want about Mitch. Mitch didn't provide the solutions. Mm -hmm. But when the general manager goes out secretively with Josh Lucas and he doesn't tell the coach that he's drafting him and then he wants that said coach to develop him in his rookie year and he alienates that coach and Mitch is in the building then. You're off to a bad start. No doubt. Then you fire that coach after one year, and then you bring in the new coach. You're off to another bad start. Second year, second quarterback, second offensive coordinator for the second year quarterback. Then, already, Pace and Nagy are on the outs. They keep them a year too long. Hey, guys, we know we're going to fire you next year, but why don't you draft us another quarterback? So they let the they let Pace and Nagy team up and and draft Justin Fields, and you let your 
coach who's going to get fired, your general manager is going to get fired, coach up Justin Fields in their last year, and, and, and they destroy him, they give him a, a bad game plan, and then what are you doing? You're hiring a new system for the, for the quarterback in his second year. And this is why I came up with the topic, and I know it's very early for this. Why is Matt Eberflus tied to Justin Fields' future? Absolutely. Because, well, you think so, but the Bears have always done it wrong. And, and this is where I hope that the new president will not make the same mistake as Ted Phillips and George McCaskey. Where if Justin Fields is not the guy... You will not allow Matt Eberflus to be a part of drafting another quarterback. Because if they do get Caleb Williams or one of the other fantastic quarterbacks here, and you keep Getze or you keep Eberflus, and then a year later you decide, well, they're not the right guy, and then in year two of the next new quarterback you're hiring another new coach, we're going to do the same thing to the next guy. And we haven't learned from the same failed playbook that the bears have run constantly oh, you so can... yes while while fields hasn't come up with the answers while mitch wasn't the right guy we have run the same crap playbook no doubt with guys who we always have hoped to be the future quarterback absolutely i'm not suggesting that it has been all laid out correctly and at this point all you can do is hope that kevin warren will run things differently I'm just asking to see things from certain players that would lead you to believe that we can get to where we want to go with you guys. And I'm failing to see that from a lot of different people, which has left me exhausted. Exhausted. I can't believe we're here. 312-332-3776. Or are we here? Can Justin Fields find find his way? Can he salvage this thing? 332-3776. We'll take your phone calls. There's some good audio nationally. Everyone's talking about fields nationally as well as locally. We'll play some of the best stuff coming up at 3 in your phone calls next. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at TWaddle87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Taking your uh, calls on the Bears and the field's future, which uh, some are questioning. Um, We're all questioning. Week three of the season. Week three. We've got over 3,000 votes on how you feel. I'll recap the voting coming up here at uh, 3 o'clock. Take some of these calls here. Felzy in Highland Park, my guy. Felzy, what's on your mind? Oh, Sylvie, this is, you guys said it, it's the most exhausting season possible. I mean, I've never ever felt this this way in my entire life um two weeks into the season and it feels like it's already been an entire season yes there's no question it feels it it does not feel like week three and again it's it's, i i allowed myself to to set the expectation level and i shame on them for not being better i mean they haven't shown really any significant progress I mean, I hate to keep saying it, but like, and I don't want to bring up practice and all that stuff, but it seems like they're not practicing at the same level. But obviously, there's a talent gap, huge talent gap. Uh, there's got to be, but it's just a. Uh, it's so hard to be a Bears fan. I'm the most positive, optimistic guy around, and this has been the most challenging two game two stretch games. of my life. I think it's also enhanced. I mean, seriously, isn't it? It's amplified because of week one's opponent. 
It I'm was sure. the Green Bay Packers that came to town, and there was a thought that this was our time. And the way you lost to them. Correct. This was our moment to, to assert ourselves, and now, starting today, it's going to be different. And they came in and dominated us at the line of scrimmage and stole our lunch money. Well, it was Jordan Love and Baker Mayfield, and our guy was supposed to be better than both of them. Like, he was supposed to be better than yeah. Jordan Love and Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I mean, listen, Jordan Love's got a good guy in, in, in LaFleur running his... I don't even know who the OC is in Tampa. But for whatever reason, they you know they put him in a decent position, and Baker's a veteran, and he's got a couple of good wideouts to throw to. Of course, Mike Evans is a future Hall of Famer, and Godwin's a good player. And I mean, when you don't get a guy to the ground and you don't get him off his spot consistently, you know, Baker Mayfield throws for 317 on you. Hey, Derek in Brooklyn, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Derek? Hey, what's up, fellas? How y'all doing? We're um, doing I haven't well. called you guys in a while. Diehard Bears fan. I live in New York City. But Don't I you normally call uh, Cap and Jay Hood? Oh, yeah. He's, he's, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, Derek's sir. Derek's turned on Justin. You've turned on Derek Justin. Derek was in Tampa, I think, if I heard correctly. Uh, I, I, yeah, I was at the game. I was at the game. Flew. My wife took me out there as a, for an early birthday gift, and um, I was, you know, highly disappointed with the outcome. But let me just say this, man. Um, if this guy is supposed to be the first in the building and the last to leave – and he's doing all of this stuff. And he's still making the same mistakes in the Matt Nagy era. And he's doing it in the Eberflus era. Come on, guys. I mean, I'm not quick to give up. I, listen, when Trubisky was drafted, I gave Trubisky every season. He's going to get better. He's going to get better. And it didn't happen. And with this guy, it's not happening. And my thing is, I look at Trevor Lawrence, second year in the new system under Peterson. You look at... You look at even Anthony Richardson, a rookie, playing in Indianapolis, and, 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 and it's like, why can't us as an organization, why can't we just do better, man? I, like, they shouldn't have hired Eberflus. And I'm going to end a conversation to say this. Um, the GM and Kevin Warren should get together at the end of the year, get rid of Eberflus, go to Kyle Shanahan, offer him the Brinks truck, man. Get Kyle Shanahan to come here and either draft who he wants to be quarterback or try to fix the problem with Justin Fields. Listen, I love you guys. Show I'm always listening. I might not call. Love you guys. I'll be listening. Thank Take you, Derek. One love. I, is Shanny under contract? Yeah, Shanny's not leaving San Francisco. Ooh, yeah. That roster is prime. They're they're the best team in the National yeah, Football he's League. Yeah, got it pretty good there. Based on a lot of people's assessment, I think it's more likely you get the kid out of Detroit that would come. Yes, here. right, Ben Johnson. I, look, this we're is, already throwing up. Again, it's week three. It's crazy. I, I'm just if if you're looking for something to cling to long term, I would just say and 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 you and and the previous callers, I, I get it. The history, you're going to have to cling to the fact that Kevin Warren is going to do That's things right. differently. And, and if this he is what I've preached. And if he doesn't, then the cycle will continue. Look, he's got to prove to me. Uh, what I've been preaching, that it starts at the top. Correct. I'm hopeful of that, that he's, even though he's not the owner, he is the lead voice now at, at running the team. So I'm hopeful that things will be different if things go poorly the rest of the way. 332-3776. A lot of people saying stuff about our Bears. Some blaming Justin, others blaming what, the, what Justin is being asked to run. You'll hear a potpourri. Of these people. Good you like word. that? Yeah. yeah. From uh, J.T. O'Sullivan to RG3 to Orlovsky to Pat McAfee. We'll, we'll hear, uh, you'll get a some wide range. Yeah, some big shooters. You'll hear it all coming up next.